Looking for a new show to dive into? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like the full season of FX's epic limited series, Shogun, FX's new international spy thriller, The Veil, starring Emmy and Golden Globe winner Elizabeth Moss. And don't miss the all-new crime series, Under the Bridge, inspired by shocking true events, and starring Riley Keough and Lily Gladstone. It's all new, and it's all streaming now on Hulu. <coughs> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Who gets back first? Kanye and Kim? Chloe and Lamar? Kim and Kanye. All my life. Been grinding all my life. Sacrifice. Hustle paid the price. Want a slice, got to roll a dice, that's why All my life, I've been grinding all my life, yeah All my life, been grinding all my life Sacrifice, hustle pay the price Want a slice, got to roll a dice, that's why All my life, I've been grinding all my life Hello, welcome to another edition of Club Shay Shay. I am your host, also the proprietor of Club Shay Shay, And the guy that's stopping by for a drink and conversation today Is a two-time NBA champ, NBA sixth man of the year Olympic medalist, one of the best basketball players to come out of the state of New York, New York Times bestselling author, and reality TV star, Lamar Odom. Lamar, how you doing, bro? I'm good, bro. Never been better. Good to see you. You look good. I'm healthy. You healthy? Yes, sir. Let's talk about you had a a big new purchase that was trending, and everybody was talking about it. The grill. The grill. The grill. Tell us about the grill. Nah, I don't know. Um, Just moved back to California. Right. So, got... Um, you man. moved back from Cali from where? Um, from Atlanta. How so, was Atlanta and what was it like? It was cool. It was cool. I, I like Atlanta. You like it? Yeah. But? I mean, I, I went to the strip club um, last night I was there. Magic? I don't know which one was it. Strokers? It was one of them. And... The whole, no, half of the strip club, <laughs> half of these dudes had their pistols on their hip. Oh, yeah, Georgia, the state of Georgia, yeah, this uh, open carry. So everybody can carry a piece. Absolutely. Where I come from, I'm uncomfortable when I see a pistol. Yeah. Oh. Well, my grandpa used to say, boy, if you got to take a gun to go somewhere, you don't need to be in that place. Yeah. So, yeah, oh, yeah, everybody, everybody straps. So everybody. Like, you know. This ain't the place for me. Nah, half these young dudes is on drugs. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it's probably time to get out of here. Right. Get out of here. So tell us about the teeth. You decided to get you. Decided. Oh, my manager, my manager yeah. wanted me to get new um, new teeth. Shout right. out to Gina Rodriguez. Right. She yeah. wanted you to get the new teeth. She said, "Why not?" Man, I was smiling. A new Lamar. Yeah. I would the rebirth. The rebirth of Lamar. Yeah. Uh, NBA legend. Let's go back to the beginning. New York City. What was it like growing up in South Jamaica, Queens? What did Lamar Odom always aspire to be? Uh, the next Magic Johnson. I think that's what kind of stirred me in the right path. 
Because that's what that's what everybody was saying. A six ten yeah. guy, a lefty, yeah. but can handle the ball. He wasn't a center. Yeah. He wasn't a four. Was He's a, a point. I was a guard. Yeah. A point guard. I wish I would have got drafted as a I wish I would in college, I wish I would have made my position point guard. Right. Because that's what I got that was what I would have got drafted as. Right. And that's what everybody would have played me as. That's my my career. But because well, I mean, I think the thing, because you were so versatile. Yes, yeah. you could handle the ball, yeah. but you were skilled. You could play with your back to the basket. Yeah, but you could shoot. playing a point guard is different. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Than being a player on the court that can handle the ball. Right. You know what I mean? Totally different position. So, but. And I always played the game from right. a point guard's point of view. Right. No matter what position I was. So, in other words, you wanted the ball to be more in your hand because you felt you got, yeah, you were a guy that just could. Well, I you understand. Like, I understand the tempo, right? On how to, you know, speed if we should push it or slow it down, right? I think that's why I was always one of the two guards of the triangle offense, right? Either me or Kobe or me or Fish. So, as highly recruited as you were coming out of the state of New York, why did you choose Rhode Island? Oh, that was a long story. Well, I, I was supposed to go to UNLV, okay, but they said I had cheated on my SAT test. Okay, did you? How how somebody six ten black man gonna cheat on the SAT test? Yeah, the same well five three <laughs> Chinese person. Yeah, dude, nah, dude, dude scored too much. So what? He scored too way too high. Hold on, let me ask you a question. What'd you score? It's like almost like eighteen hundred something. Hold on, you got eighteen hundred. So what were your grades like in high school? It's like damn near seventy. So it didn't match up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Come on, LeBron. Yeah, so you going to be an average student and you damn near Einstein on the SAT. He scored too much. You, you don't blame him, not me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got to blame him, Shannon, not me. He was supposed to miss a few more questions, huh? Yeah. So you go to Rhode Island, you make the most of a situation that you didn't want, you didn't think you were going to be in. Yeah, so I had, to, be. I had to sit out one year at, U okay. at URI. I played the uh, next year. I hit a big time shot, beat Temple. Right. I decided to go to the NBA. Okay. You go to the NBA. You hire an agent. So what 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 are you hearing when you when you go to the draft camp and when you go visit these teams? What are they telling Lamar Odom? Oh, I could have been a number one pick. No doubt in my mind. Um, if you had gone back another year in college, or no, if the um. That year, I could have been the one pick, but I had a, um, an interview with the Chicago Bulls. Okay. And um, it didn't really go too well. well I, how you F up a job interview? Did nah, you talk because, about the interview of mom? Nah, nah, Did no, you no, say no, somebody's nah, kids? No, no, no. It was something like a really, really personal. Um, Jerry Krause, God bless him. Yeah. Um, I was having dinner with him. Right. And he was... He asked me, did I, did I have problems on the court concentrating because my father was HIV positive? My father never had a discussion with me before. Right. And so, like, I, I didn't know whether to be offended or, like, give him the question he wanted. So I kind of, like, just brushed it It was on. like a dickhead to him. The okay. And if you, like, blew it. Okay, you, know I mean? you lose your mom at a very young age from yeah. colon cancer. Mm -hmm. Your dad, uh, I think he's addicted to heroin. Yeah. So he ended up contracting HIV. HIV. Yeah. You never, you and your dad never had that discussion. No. Nah. Did you feel, were you ashamed? Is it because, do you feel, I, were I you ashamed was, or was he ashamed? Because I don't, I don't know, I don't know. 
because I don't I don't think he I don't know if he knew my father me and my father never had that conversation so right. I don't know if you know wait. what type of relationship did you have with your father at that time it was it was getting better okay I would say by the time mm -hmm. it was getting better did, did you feel that once your mother had passed away mm -hmm. that did you think your father probably should have like dad you need to clean up your act you need to I don't know if you had siblings that you had no, siblings. No, I'm the only child. The only child. Yeah. So did you feel your did you feel some type of way because of, uh, 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 towards your dad? Because no, I never really I never really blamed him at that point in time. At that point in time, I didn't really understand addiction. Mm -hmm. But I, I kind of like really didn't blame him for his addiction. At okay, that time. right. I'm saying almost like felt pitiful. For him. Did you wish you had had that discussion to have a oh, better yeah. understanding oh, yeah. of addiction? Hell yeah. You say you was kind of a uh, rest his soul, Jerry Cross. You said you was kind of, of a lack of a better word, a dickhead to him. So what did yeah. you say? So when he asked you, he asked you, how did you feel about your dad being HIV positive? Yeah. When um, you remember now, you're on a job interview. You're trying to get this job. I That's what even, you're trying to do. You're trying to get this job. I don't even remember if I asked, answered the question. Right. Did you feel it was? Did you feel it was too personal of a question? Yeah. At that time, I had no idea that the NBA was that. They'd ask questions like that. You know what I mean? With right. Like that involved. You thought it was, was be, you thought it was gonna be all basketball related questions, huh? Yeah. How old were you started really playing basketball? Who's your favorite yeah, basketball I didn't, I didn't player? Really, I didn't really think they was gonna be hang, asking me questions about this neighborhood drug dealer or, or this guy from my neighborhood. Right. Such shit like that. Did you get so like in the NFL, they give you what they call the Wonderlick test, which is just standardized test to see your cognitive, see how well you function, and they ask questions. Mm -hmm. Do they give you a test like that in the NBA? No. Not that, no, not that I can remember. Nothing like that. I think they more feel like they just know you from recruiting you. Right. So watching you when you're not watching. When, <laughs> when, how well were you prepared to do those interviews? Because, like you said, you're very high. You're gonna be a, a very high draft pick, yeah. and so obviously you're gonna go around. You're gonna go around to four or five different teams. Yeah. Were you prepared for some of the questions that they potentially could ask? No, because I didn't. I didn't. I, I didn't know it was. Did you take the process? Did you take it serious? Did you take this process? Serious? Oh hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You do realize the interview was gonna be more than on court. Yeah. Or did you think it was just going to be, okay, they're going to bring me in, I'm going to do, you know. I know this was going to be a workout. There's right. going to be some questions. Right. They're going to try to, you know, figure your personality out. Right. You you played against Ron Ortiz, Elton Brand in high school. Yeah. Uh, I think T, you ended up playing T-Mac. Mm -hmm. What what was that like? Did you, did, I mean, prior to the, you know, obviously you you were the, a 6'10 lefty that yeah. could handle the ball point guard. That's a that's an anomaly. Yeah, there've been a lot of six ten guys, power forward, six ten centers, things of that, but not a six ten point guard. Yeah, what's going through your mind? Well, I, at 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 that time in my life, I was just hyped just to play against the best, just right. compete against the best. Right, just wanna go against the best. Were you destroying everybody in New York? So you wanted? Yeah, to I mean, Ron Ron was the only competition for me, and then outside of New York, Tracy McGrady. Right. Yeah. But like for me, Ron Ron was my toughest competition since like 12 years old. <laughs> <laughs> for real. But you, 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 you trained and you played against Kobe in high school. What was, yeah. what was Kobe like as a high school player? Same as he was in the NBA. So he's always had that dog in He's all had, he's always had, I got to get you. 
Always tunnel vision. Are you basketball, 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 basketball. In all your years, high school, the year in college, the NBA, have you ever seen a player more focused as or as focused as Kobe was to his craft? The only man that I look up to is Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll show you something. Get comfortable. I want to show you something. Okay. That's Kobe. On the neck right here? Yeah. Is that Kobe? Yes, sir. Man, that's look. He is like, you know, to get to get another man's tattooed on you that's not a relative, not a brother, not a son, not a dad. That's a heck of an that's a heck of that's a heck of an honor to bestow a man. Yeah. I mean, my every day I live is like in a you know, try to my mentality. How why did Kobe Just try to be my try to be the best. Why did Kobe have such a big impact on the bar? Because Kobe rolled people. If you didn't, if Kobe yeah. didn't feel you were doing well, your thing, Kobe, Kobe, nah, right. because he knew, he knew in his heart that I wanted to You, and, You two wanted the same thing. Yes. yes but you yes. just kind of going about it a different way. Yes. Yes, because I was uh, growing up and buying stuff like that. My personality wasn't the same, but we had one thing in, one thing in mind. <laughs> I bleed purple and gold. You do? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you get drafted. What's what's your what's your and I'm drafted by the Clippers. Clippers. I still get a lot of Clipper love too. Play the Clippers, Lakers, Heat. Yeah. But you bleed purple and gold. You you. I mean, you cool with the Clippers? They yeah, in the I'm basement. Cool they they in the basement. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we might let them out this year. We might not. They got a good team. To be to be to be. They got a good team this year. They had a good team last year. They did. Oh, you know, is Kawhi and PG gonna stay healthy? I don't know. Oh, they gonna be dressed like me and you. I know, I know LeBron and AD is. If LeBron and AD healthy, we all right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, LeBron. We gotta get the triangle offense back though. I mean, Darvin have me, you gotta have somebody that can coach it. There's enough Lakers out there. Yeah, I don't see that. I, 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 I. Like, let's preserve LeBron's career. <laughs> yeah. Let me ask you this. You were so talented coming out of high school. Why didn't you go straight to the NBA like T-Mac, like Kobe, like Garnett? Because I told my grandmother I would go to college. But you went for one year, Lamar. I can see if, I you told, told your, if you told, told your grandma you were going to get a degree. No, I told her I would give it a shot. <laughs> I said grandma would give it a shot. I know it wasn't going to stay long. Right. She knew I wasn't going to stay long. Right. But she said, baby, just go for me. So I went. You went? Yeah. Because she went back to school at 50 years old and graduated. So her love of education was, she so was born in Georgia in 1923. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, around the late time my yeah. grandmother. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Oh, you know what? It's very interesting that you said that because your grandmother raised you after your mother and my grandmother raised me. So there, there, there's something about hearing things from your grandmother and yeah. when you promise granny something, That's it's, it. it's something that resonates like, okay, I got, I got to go through with this. Mm -hmm. I got to make this happen. It's a, it's a huge advantage too, being raised by someone that's so much older than you. Yeah. Get those, that wisdom passed down to you. I don't know what it is, but sometimes I feel like grandparents love grandkids more than they love their own kids. 
Ain't no for me. I'm not a grandfather, so I no. But I'm just saying. Yeah. You, do you do you think your grand your grandmother loved I you? Think, well, I think in our community, in the black community, grandmothers, you know, are something. They're sacred. The mothers. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So, so <laughs> you were telling the story earlier that you spoke, you were supposed to go to UNLV, yeah. uh, but the grades. Did you did you apply yourself in high school or did you? No. Nah, when my mother when my mother passed away. Lucky I was a good kid. Mm -hmm. I never really offended anybody. Right. And I had a, you know, this huge, a massive talent. Right. Or? That people were like, oh, he failed four classes. Pass him over. Let him play one more month. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Let, let, let him finish the year. Let him finish the season out. But I never really applied myself in school after right. my mother passed away. I was like, fuck school. Right. Yes. Do you feel that that... It haunts me now. Right. That's why when I did this um, last um, reality show, um, College Hill, mm -hmm. we went back to HBCU. Yes. Went back to Texas Southern. Okay. And, uh, Stray's uh, yeah. alma mater. Huh? Michael Strahan's alma mater. Yeah, is that Strahan's alma mater? Yeah. Wow. I didn't know that. Because I was a peewee football legend too, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know oh, about me? Hey, oh, first of all, I don't know. I, uh, uh, I'm trying to tell you, man. <laughs> Lamar, you always been tall. At quarterback, I was a problem, oh, man. I Lamar, you know, probably was 6'5 and level. <laughs> my last football game, I threw the game winning touchdown pass, man. This is not no bullshit. Did you, did you ever want to play football? I did. I went to football practice. One football practice. Um... Next day in high school, coach, Coach Oliva calls Lamar Odom down to his office. <laughs> so I go down to his office. Be like, Lamar, we ain't bringing you here to play football. That was the end of that. That was it. Because <laughs> <laughs> when I was going to school, it was a Catholic school, so <clears throat> it was tuition. Right. So if your tuition is paid for, the coach going to have rank. Yeah. You know right. So that was it for that. Obviously, um, as great a high school player as you were, you're on the AAU circuit. What, what's, what's your thoughts on AAU basketball and where it's headed now? Do you think it's a help? Do you think it's a detriment? To no, I think it's I think it's a help because of, you know, look at what they do in Europe. A lot of those kids are turning pro at 14, 15, 16. I love AAU basketball. Right. It's where I hone my skills and where I was able to play against all the best players in the country. Right. I think it's a necessity. I like AAU basketball. I like any youth sports, as long as the parents don't get involved. We're seeing parents, they're going to, parents are doing too much now. They fighting, they fighting other parents, they fighting officials. We just saw, the, we saw a referee just get shot and killed in Texas. The, the, parents, the parents be doing too much, Lamar. There's a, there's a lot of LeVars out there. <laughs> <You know laughs> but what LeVar saying? was good, LeVar ain't fighting nobody. Nah, he was good, but you know what I mean, as far as pushing his product. Right. Or thinking, hey, my boy's the best, my right. boy's the best. Right. But sometimes that's what it takes. So kudos to LeVar. He got two of them to the league. I respect that. What, what did you mean when you said AAU coaches in New York are inappropriately messing with some of these players? Oh, man. Um... Well, until I got to college, mm -hmm. my grandmother always asked me, Lamar, that coach ever tried to touch you? 
He tried to ever put his hands on you because, you know, in the AAU world, we know, like, that happens a lot. Mm -hmm. Especially in New York. I'm not going to call out the names of putting anybody on Front Street. Right I, really never, I, I really never knew that. I mean, you, you hear stories of, like, in swimming and tennis and gymnastics, you hear a, a lot of, with, with sports like that. I don't, I don't, I can't recall off the top of my head hearing anything with basketball. This is news to me. Yeah, my coach who I played for, Christ the King, had a case where, like he was touching kids that played for. Right. And I, yeah, I seen some. He did some. I seen some crazy shit. You didn't think to tell anybody, or were you just like, no, I'm. You know what? When you're so young, right. It go, goes over your head. It's when you become much older, you realize, like, why would a man sit his seat down when we taking showers at? Right. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, weed, college. When did you first start smoking weed? Was it college? Was it high school? Were you, you deal with, no, I was a situation with your mom? I, I started smoking weed, like, 15 years old. Mm-hmm. 17 years old. Just because, or was it you're a COVID just, mechanism? Or you, you, are you all homies did it? At 15 years old, you just you hanging out. Right. Smoking weed, we smoking weed together, we right. just smoke weed. Right. If you smoking weed, I'm going to smoke weed. Right. I don't even think it was for a reason at that time. Right. Maybe subconsciously. Right. What about drinking? I don't really drink a lot. When did smoking weed graduate to something more? Um, when ambiance changes, you know what I'm saying? Friend, having different friends in different mm -hmm. places change. Did you think, like, I mean, did it ever cross your mind? Like, I never think I was going to have no, no drug problem because right. from shit that I've seen. Right. You know, I've seen You know, that's mothers the most people and aunts. Most people say that ain't going to happen to me. Yeah, I've seen mothers, aunts, and fathers come to the park one day and then the next month you see him tore down you know what i'm saying i've right. seen it yeah cause I, you, I mean you're, you're in new york city so you know yeah. what the crack epidemic you exactly. know what the, and i'm an athlete right so I, I thought you know i could probably overcome anything but right i never think one hit of cocaine was gonna do that to me right and one hit got you hooked it was like that time it was the best orgasm i ever had Wow. Did did the drug addiction lead to other addictions like sex or gambling? Yeah, I've always liked women. I, you know, it's so funny when you, when you say that because I didn't really realize I could have a sex addiction until I was in touch with me having a drug addiction. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you submit to your drug addiction so you can realize, damn, I think I might be addicted to this or I might be addicted right. to that. When you when when you hear sex addiction, because coke and sex came hand in hand with me. Really? If I wasn't having sex with somebody else, I was having sex with myself the whole night. The whole night. Right. You know. So it was, be it women, be it watching porn, be it pleasuring yourself. Mm -hmm. It had to be something damn near daily. Yeah. A hundred percent. And you didn't think so. <clears throat> you doing this daily, and you don't think you got an addiction. You think that's normal? But you ain't when you caught in it. You ain't really. You don't really look at it like that. You can't see the. You can't it's see like outside somebody, it's from like inside. Somebody smoke a lot of weed, right? If you smoke a lot of weed, 
if somebody smoke a lot of weed and they come here, you're like, damn, we smell like weed. They'll somebody smoke. that smoke, smoke weed, be like, they make don't even smell it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So when you're on the inside, you can't see outside. You can't. Especially with addiction. So when did, when did you realize, so you go, you, okay, which did you have, which do you think you had first? The drug addiction or the sex addiction? Or they happen simultaneous? I, that was the drug addiction first. Okay. But me rec me realizing I had a drug addiction, like, damn, man, you were addicted to sex too. Right. Because they was together. <laughs> In college, obviously, if you if you're an athlete, the women gonna the women gonna come. The, it's it's easy, mm -hmm. uh, and you're like, okay, this, this is cool. But then you become a pro professional athlete. It's a whole it's a whole different ball game mm -hmm. and a whole different type of woman yeah. is in play for a Lamar Odom or any professional athlete. Yeah. And you like, hey, hey. But when you on top, you want a woman at the top, right? What? what but here's the thing. Athlete, me being an ex-professional athlete, but damn, yeah, you're right. You know what I'm saying? And you, I wish I had met my woman on the way up. Yeah. So when I get there, I don't have to worry about, well, damn, I don't know. It, but that's Does like she you, worry about being at the top? But you can't really. If you meet a woman now, you just hopefully that she's driven just as much as you. And, and she in it for all the right reasons. That's just like any other friend or anybody. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. It's hard for me to meet new friends. Yeah. Because if you weren't here, like when I was coming up, forget it then. What? Because I automatically, what you want? What you want? And and sometimes I think that about women. What you want? I mean, but sometimes you, mean, you gotta just maybe you can give them what they want. Maybe you can. Because no is a, probably the best word and strongest word in the dictionary. It is, and it's gotten. And when the more you say, the more you say to somebody, it easier it gets though. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing, Lamar. When you're at the level that you ascend to as a professional athlete, being vulnerable and love and weak are two different things. I think sometimes we look at vulnerability and weakness as together. Man, I can't, man, she, I can't, I can't be hen. We call the word henpeck. Man, I can't let her just that whatever. Yeah. But being vulnerable and love, I mean, you have to submit. Vulnerability means you'll fall and you don't have to. You believe that she'll catch you. Everybody want a woman like that is like, yeah. Everybody want a friend like that. Do you like, believe that? That's the question of being vulnerable. Do you believe that? I believe you had you had a woman that would do that. I believe Chloe was that for you. You didn't realize it at the time. Yeah, I didn't. Cause after what you was going through, let's talk about what you went through and and, and the situation in Vegas, the Bunny Ranch. Yeah, you know about that situation would make get me so upset about that. What? Tell me about it. I ain't even do drugs that night. What? So here I'm gonna have a conversation with you. Can write a book about my ups and downs with drugs. And yeah. All that shit. shit, I didn't do drugs that night. Cause I was mad that night. I didn't have no cocaine to take to the fucking brothel. Okay. So, how did you I mean your heart basically damn near exploded, Lamar? What happened? Whatever they slipped me or gave me, the comedian says, and the drug addict in me says. Tell me what it was, because that must have been some good shit to have me down for three days. Right. Ha, 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 ha. But I didn't do drugs that day. When did you, did, did you, when did you realize you were in trouble? When did you realize, like, man, I feel different. This, whatever well, it, I it was, It was none of that. It was none of that. It was no, oh, 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 oh. Right. I went there. Did you what do we have been do. doing. Right. Had a drink. Girls around me. 
Woke up three days later. And you woke up that three days later in the hospital? Tearing tubes out my neck. No, I got the scars on. Yeah, I saw them. Tearing tubes. For real. That's real, real rap. I don't got no reason to lie to you. You go to the ranch. You wake up three days later in a hospital. You have no recollection. All you know is you went there. You know, you're looking around. You, you chose X, Y, Z. And you're in the hospital. Yeah. When you open your eyes, who's around you? Who, do you who, who are some of the first people you see besides the doctors? Obviously, the doctors are there. Chloe. Chloe's there. Yeah. Now, at the time, you and Chloe are not together. Am I correct? No, we... I went to... Well, y'all can't be together. You I at the went, ranch? I went to the brothel because I signed the divorce papers. That's what took me to the brothel. That's to let you know what place I was in. Right. Mentally. So you were... So why have you... If, why did you, why did you sign the divorce paper? Did you not try to make it work? Did you not go to couples therapy? We did all that, but she wanted it. I gave her what she wanted. Okay, she wanted the divorce, mm -hmm. but she showed up for you, Lamar. She did. Not a Lamar. Not she a whole did. lot of women would have done that, bro. She did. She did. She did. She did. Do you believe you could have survived it without her? Survived what? Your situation. What? That's a lonely place. Shit. What? What do you mean the situation? I think the thing is where you were. That's not right. that if you just if you had to go through that, what you went through alone, just you and the doctors. I don't want to take anything from her, but that that was it was God's plan. I mean, her support, of course, helped me. God put her there. So there you go, right? Because it all comes back to Him. Right. So Chloe shows up. Yeah. Kobe shows up. When you're able to talk and Kobe's there and you're talking. It took months. When I first woke up, I couldn't walk or talk. You had to relearn all that again. So as you leg or as you're laying in your bed, you can't walk, you can't talk. What's going through your mind? You're like, God, what? to me, why? What? How? When? The reason why I healed, I think, so fast and so quickly, we can go to see the sign now right now and it'll treat me like Jesus himself just walked in. Because <laughs> I never asked the question why. Honestly. And I knew I didn't do drugs or I just like, I don't believe this part of the book. Right. It wasn't. Like, I'm here. Right. So, what well, was there? It got to be something for me to do now. So you. So feel, now I'm just asking. What is it? Give you guidance. Give you strength. Give you clarity. God, yeah. okay, you got me here. The strength is there. I already showed. Now that. you want the clarity. I had twelve heart twelve strokes and six heart attacks. So you're talking about how you feel, like, yeah. I wake up every day, like, I'm in California. I got a little money in my pocket. I feel good. What the fuck? So when the doctors tell you you had 12 strokes and six heart attacks, they say, Mr. I'm on walking miracles, what they say. Yeah, I was going to say, what's the probability? What's the likelihood? Slim to none. I was pronounced dead, I think, twice. Two times they told my family, say your finals goodbyes. I don't think you're going to make it tonight. Wow. <clears throat> But just to fight a spirit, the shit is in me. 
You know what I mean? Um, it was in me before I met Kobe, and then after meeting him and going to ride with him. What was the conversation once you were able to talk, once you were able to walk? If you don't want to divulge too much, you want to put it in your book. But what are some of the things that you and Kobe talked about? Looking for a new show to dive into? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Don't miss the full season of FX's epic limited series, Shogun, set in feudal Japan. Shogun tells the story of one warrior in the fight of his life as a mysterious European ship arrives in Japan. Catch FX's new international spy thriller, The Veil, starring Emmy and Golden Globe winner Elizabeth Moss. The Veil is a globetrotting game of truth and lies between two women with thousands of lives hanging in the battle. And crime fans, don't miss the all-new series, Under the Bridge, inspired by shocking true events, starring Riley Keough and Lily Gladstone. Under the Bridge tells the haunting story of a murder that lays bare a small community's darkest secrets. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and is waiting for you on Hulu. Um, probably like, don't never do that shit again know how much I mean to people outside from the Lakers and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Just like a lot of personal right. big brother shit. Right. He came to me, he come to me in dreams too. The um when I was on uh, the Big Brother house. Right. I was there for twenty six days. He came to me like in four dreams. And the, the the last dream, it was really, um, it was real vivid. And it was really, um, he said something to me, I'm not, I'm never gonna ever, ever forget. Like we were having a um, shooting contest and Kobe was so good at shooting the ball because he can step into the ball with either foot, left or right. And then we, um, we get to the top of the key and my feet are not right, and it's a little deeper. And um, we get to the three-point line. Mm -hmm. Right wing. And um, he looked back at me. He said, hello. The afterlife ain't what people make it up to be. Shit, I woke up. I didn't like I didn't know how to take that. Like, what do you mean he misses girls? His mission is not done yet. Mm-hmm. Get it all in now. Right. Cause you know you don't know what to expect, but um, that shit stuck with me. So like right now I'm like I'm in full throttle, hundred miles an hour, you show me where the work is at. Show me where I need to put my focus. That's how I'm on. You're approaching, you and I was talking off camera, about how you say you want to get into coaching. <clears throat> Is your focus, like Kobe was, singular in nature, basketball, basketball, basketball? Is Lamar focused, coaching, coaching, coaching? If it was coaching, 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 then it would be basketball, 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 basketball. Gotta have a switch. You said you want to coach in the NBA. Are you willing to maybe do a stint in college? 
or you just figured like just I mean I would I'm gonna be honest I don't know if like I have a you get a high man as a coach you get a lot of basketball experience you a basketball rain man huh yeah <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but like lived it though. Yeah, you yeah. I mean? But here's the thing. Let me ask you this. Those that, there's a saying that you know doctors and lawyers say. Yeah. Those that can't teach, those that can do. Everybody that played the game mm -hmm. can't coach the game, and a lot of the great coaches never played the game. Yeah. Can you parlay yeah. Lamar Odom playing the two-time champion, sixth man of the year, winning a medal? Because a lot of times, the greater the player, the harder it is for him to coach. But if you if you go to Kobe's book, I wish I would have had the book. Yeah. Because it is a, there's a segment where he talk about me being the glue mm -hmm. to the team. Right. Here's a team with Kobe Bryant mm -hmm. and Pau Gasol. Right. He calls Lamar Odom the glue. Right. It had nothing to do with basketball. Right. He was the man. We know he was taking the last shot. Right. The ball was going to Pau. And the post to pal first. Right. But he called them all in the blue. Because I understand personality. Right. I can get up with you, we can talk, play the game, shoot around, we can shoot the shit. That's what Phil had. Let me ask you this. That's what Pat Riley had. A lot of times people think if you just put the five best players out there, you're going to win. But what we've seen is more than that. It's a. It's the camaraderie. It's chemistry. It's chemistry. You got to have guys that want to go out to eat. That when they're not playing, they're calling on each other, checking on, yo, what's up? You good? I'm good. Right. See them all. All right. A lot of, uh, some people say chemistry is just the class that you take in high school. Nah. So there's more to it than that. Come it's on. important. Of course. You play sports. Of course. I understand. You know that. Hell yeah, it is. Is it more? I mean, I just play football, and I understand chemistry. You got 53 guys. You got 11 on offense, 11 on defense, and then you got special teams. You got five. Yeah. It's only like 15 guys. Yeah. You're around each other all all the time. You're on the plane together. You're in meetings. You're in walkthroughs. You're at the game. So basically, I mean, you wake up. You walk past each other. Yeah, I'm going to see you more than my kids. Yes. More than my family. Yes. Throughout the season. Yeah. 100%. And that's how the bond's supposed to be. Right. That's why I love the Miami Heat and the Lakers. Everything is. You didn't want to, you. You were very upset when they traded you from Miami. You didn't want to leave after a year. No, I didn't want to leave. But I was coming back to LA. I was a Clipper. Right. So I knew how it looked. Right. On the other side, right. as a Laker, and I got seven million dollars to come back to home. Right. Not bad. Nah. But you have some bad memories because uh, uh, you believe the part of your addiction started in Miami, dealing with the drugs and the sex. Well, yeah, that was my first time ever having cocaine or whatever. But I don't really, I'm, I'm true to myself. I know it could have been anywhere. It just happened to be in Miami. It could have been L.A. It could have been, you know, Oklahoma. It could have been, where, could've wherever, been wherever, wherever it was, it could have been. It could have been anywhere. So no hard feelings. So, Hell no. What, what, was, what, is, what is it about Pat Riley? We hear heat culture. What 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 is heat culture? What is Pat discipline? Get Everything you. is about the, what's best for the team. That's it. Discipline, discipline, discipline. When I first moved down there, he was like, "I'm hello, I'm gonna give you this money, but you know you're gonna have to move your, your kids and their mother down here. I'm not gonna just give you this money and have you in the streets." 
I was, when I first started to play for Pat Riley, he was the coach still. I thought my name was motherfucker. <laughs> I thought my name was motherfucker. Motherfucker, get your ass on the line. Huh? Huh? Wait. It's like you like a pit bull. You on a leash. Just like, huh? Second. I read a story. I don't want you. I want you to confirm that for the 04 Olympics. Yeah, I always wanted to play in the Olympics. You want to play in the Olympics, but you needed to do something first. You Pitch used with the fake dick. The fake dick. You used the prosthetic. Yeah, I hope I ain't blowing the wizardator. Yeah, I got a piece on. I always wanted to play in the Olympics. That was like so, my big. How did I know? It, it was for me. It was like it was David Stern called my name. Yeah. Olympics. NBA championship. Right. So ain't no, how did how, did nobody know? Nah, man, how you go? Man, how you go? Just Lamar. When you you taking a piss, they ain't going like this. I'm they, like that's this. how they do it in the in, in, uh, NFL. They be looking. They make you drop your drawers. So you can't be six ten. Nah, they ain't gonna drop your drawers. I'm like this. Big old black dude with nah. pink wood. Come on, bro. You out there? You out there? Six ten with big old pink stick. Then I hold the whole lot. But I wanted to always play in the Olympics. So you did what you had to do to make sure you passed? That's what I had to do. Have you ever had somebody have to take a drug test for you? Nah. So that was the only time that you used a prosthetic? Only time. Only time. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, how I see it. Like, I see it. Like, he's like, look, he's checking through the glass. But that's what I'm saying. Because, it, I mean, you can understand how people are going to find that hard to believe because the first, in 2004, you use like, the first thing you go to, okay, I'm going to do the prosthetic. So did somebody tell you about that? Oh, man, I'm going to pass the drug test, man, because I know no, I, I just knew. I knew I was dirty. Right. So if I know I'm dirty, I'm not going to give them this piss. <laughs> <laughs> no way. No way. That's That would have been crazy embarrassing. Right. You win the you win the bronze. LeBron, that I was, that been more. Up. That was more embarrassing. What happened? I don't question coaching. But I don't understand how you don't use young Wade, young LeBron, and young Carmelo to your advantage. Right. To switch the pace, maybe? Right. Let sub five at coach, a time? Right? Yeah, I don't know. Sub five at a time? It's like ego versus young ego. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was disastrous. When you first, you get traded, you get traded as a part of the deal. Shaq goes to Miami, you come to LA. And the first couple of years, it wasn't, it wasn't glamorous. Yeah. It was, it was tough. It was and tough. you, and you know what the expectation is in Laker Nation. Mm -hmm. What was that like? It was, I mean, it, it was tough on, uh, on the other players being around eight. <laughs> He wasn't 24 yet, but being around eight, because eight was still like stubborn, selfishly stubborn. Right. Didn't give a fuck. And he would tell you he didn't give a fuck. 24 knew how to. He, he knew how to talk to people a little bit. Back yeah, a little bit. yeah, yeah, yeah. What should yeah. I do? You know what I'm saying? How should I approach this dude? You know what I mean? But eight didn't give a fuck. If he wasn't on his page, then 
get the fuck out. <laughs> For real. You, Shaq wins a title mm-hmm. for Kobe, makes a little track. That could have been our title too, because they beat Dallas that year, right? Yeah. That year we had Dallas, I mean, the Suns down 3-1. Yeah. So we beat the Sun three one. We we sweeping through. We probably played this. What what happened in that Sun series? It was almost like people was criticizing Kobe, and it was almost like he said, "Well, I'm gonna show you. Y'all don't want me to shoot. Y'all talk about I'm shooting too much." It was almost like he went and he, everything that we thought about Kobe, he went away from that. It's like damned if you do, damned if you don't. Right. Really. Well, I'm damn doing what I do. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't damn doing what I don't. Yeah, and he just, I don't know. I don't know what was in his mind. Because that's the game he wouldn't shoot the ball. People say he wouldn't shoot the ball yeah. last game, right? Who the fuck knows? What do you think is going through his mind when Shaq wins that title? I'm going to get me one. I know that was in his mind. Right. It's just when I'm going to get me one. 2009, you guys break through. Well, first, you lose to the Celtics. Oh, yeah. How painful was that? Because in one of the games, that I think it was was it game four that you guys had the big lead and they come they come all the way back and they track you down. You win game five and then you go back and you have that historic defeat in a game six. Mm. Do you feel do you feel that's one of the ones that got away? Because you had the game well. Yeah, that was that could have been a three peak. Yeah. Yeah. Um. No disrespect, but that's what my like my dislike for Boston mm-hmm. Celtic fans like grew. Right. I mean, y'all beat us by like thirty, almost forty. Right. Yeah. In the finals. Yeah. I don't. They might have been better than you guys, Lamar. I don't think they were forty points better than you. But it just snowballed on you. And then the. Fans surrounded our bus and continuously was t- shook our bus. Yeah, I'm saying, damn, y'all won the game. Now go leave me alone. Give me us alone. Y'all got to bring what happened if we the one. You're right. We had to shoot our way out this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you went so 2008, you lose. 2009, you come back. You guys on a mission. It's supposed to be because they're running the commercial of the Muppets. LeBron and Kobe. It's supposed to be LeBron <laughs> and Kobe. Cavs, Lakers. Oh, yeah. That, that, and then they lost to Orlando. They lost to Orlando. Adidas, fuck that. Oh, like he's keeping my Dwight Howard with a monster in that series against, uh, against the Cavs. Yeah. But you get Orlando. And you guys have to go to overtime, if I'm not mistaken, in the first, first game. But I know they wasn't going to. I know they wasn't going to. They couldn't keep playing at that level. Yeah. And here's why I tell you why. No disrespect. But Andrew Bynum probably could contest this. Him and Dwight Howard is like they lallygagging the shit at half court. Right. So now you figure if you just beat them up and down the court, you're going to be straight. You How be- are you the only chance of them having a 
fucking shot in the finals to beat Kobe Bryant and his Lakers, and you joking around at half court. Well, I was saying who wants to go at you. Matter of fact, you gotta go against him and pal. You're right. I knew they, I knew they wasn't gonna win that series. Now you win that title, you come back. Because I believe in order in any sport to be, especially especially football and basketball, if you want to be remembered as historic, you got to win it again. You got to do it back to back. There have been a lot of teams that won one in a row. And they forget, yeah, you won, congratulations. But to repeat, when you're not, because the first one, you were hunting. Yeah. Now you're it's being hunted. Yeah. You get Boston again. They just they just thumped you mm -hmm. by almost forward in a game We're six. Our chops. Now you getting them back. We're now and, and you know Boston, Boston, LA go way back to the sixties. All the way. And they be, they owned you. Magic got them a couple Man, of Let times. me tell you something. How I knew we was gonna win game seven too? How? Cause we won we had home court. Right. So I remember being in the, in the locker room. I'm like, y'all motherfuckers gonna let Poor piss, a LA native, walk out of here, the Staples Center, with our shit. Y'all buggy. Let's go. But that was a game when you say the chemistry. Because Kobe might have had one of his worst shooting because finals games. Pins and needles. That's, that's a football game. Yeah. That's football mentality. Powell, I think. Third Powell and goal. Every play is third and goal. Powell had a double-double. Ron Artez hit a shot. Just he'll, gutting it out. He'll, he'll never hit a, he never hit a shot before. Gutting it out. Every play. Defense. Defense. We was score like 79 to 80. Yeah, it was it was a very, it was a very, very low scoring game. Mm -hmm. You get into the fourth quarter. You know it A is now never now. And I think you guys are behind. But it's a very, very tight ball game. What's the the what's what's the arena like? What's the what's the mood in the huddle when Phil calls timeout and you know you look up there, start the quarter, it's twelve minutes. All of a sudden timeout is nine minutes. You look up, it's five minutes, and all of a sudden it's two minutes that's left. We're like it's really, really it's hard to explain because it's hard it's really what you all you hold at your whole life. Yeah. To feel that moment. Right. I wish I could feel that moment right now. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, I guess intense joy. I never want to cry. When, 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 when Meta lines that three up. It's funny because I thought he was going to swing it to the corner. I, mean, I, was, I was ready to jack it up. I was, I was shooting that bitch already. <laughs> and, Word up. If I'm not mistaken, I think Kobe's at the top of the key. They had the top of the key. And, and, Kobe, and Kobe. He's swinging, meta, and Kobe and, like, <laughs> use his body language just like, will it in. Why, why you, why you, or first we probably think, meta, what the? Fucking shoot it. If you don't know what to do with it, you got to pass it, shoot it, or dribble it. But don't hold it. Don't hold it. That's the wrong basketball play. <laughs> That's the wrong basketball play. Let me ask you a, question, a, a few questions about, you mentioned Dwight Howard earlier. Um, Y'all beat the Magic with Dwight in the NBA Finals. Mm -hmm. I personally believe Dwight Howard should have been on the 75th anniversary team. 
I'm not talking, okay, you want to say Houston or you want to say L.A. and he bounced around to Atlanta. But if you look at those eight years that he had in Orlando, he was a top five player. He finished second in the MVP, three-time defensive player of the year. He was like three or four-time first-team All-NBA. And a lot of these guys that got on there had never been the de facto leader in taking a team to the finals. Yeah. He was the best player on a team and took them to the, to the finals. finals. He should have definitely been there. Why, do you, why don't you think he was on it? Do you think, like it what you left, said? Why it was left off? Yes. Because what you said, the man jogging, he jogging, laughing and joking at half court. Yeah. When only, only way I could say, because they compare him to Shaq. No, yeah, no. He can't spread nobody. And he ain't play, but he ain't played with the same tenacity. Right. Is Shaq? Right. He wasn't nasty. He was a hell of a player. But Shaq was like. But Shaq, but, he was but Shaq is Shaq. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I think that's the only because it's the only person you can compare Dwight Howard's game to. I think there's a Shaquille on there. His style, right? Back down, back down, back down, dunk. Right. Do you do you believe Dwight worked on his game? Because athletic, nobody. I mean, you look yeah, at but what even, he was but, built and, but even if he worked on his game or not, that shouldn't have. Anything do he because he did what he did without working on his game. If you say he didn't work on his game, he got those three defensive players of the year. He got those all NBA. He has thirteen thousand re fourteen thousand rebounds. He did all of that. So no matter what you think of him and how serious he took the game, he did that. There are a lot of guys that made it for you guys to leave him off. There are a lot of guys that took the game more serious than Dwight. Doesn't have the resume as Dwight that made that team. And so that's 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 my problem. I got a problem. Well, it's, it's not. Yeah, but you got to understand. Well, why are you putting people on the team then? What's your reasons for having somebody on the team? It's for what they did in the league. Right. Not right. for their habits. Right. And whether you like or dislike, well, he didn't take the game serious enough. Yeah. Well, he took it serious enough to get those awards. That's stupid. <laughs> yeah, whoever, yeah, whoever makes that decision is. You played for Pat Riley and you played for Phil Jackson. Give me some similarities and, and some some crap, some, uh, uh, some stark contrast. To the coaching style. That's just like. Oil and vinegar. <laughs> nah, on a sandwich, how you get oil and vinegar? Yeah. It make it taste good, right? Right, right. But you put them together, like, do they supposed to go together? Right. Nah. Um, one is going to guide you to the water. Right. The other one going to tell you how the fuck to get there. You know what I'm saying? Feel God. Feel God. Pat's going to tell you how to get there. Just different styles. Right. Different, man. Mm-hmm. But how the NBA is vastly different today than it was when you first came to the league and you had, how would Pat Riley coaching style be received today with today's NBA player? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Lamar. What? They wouldn't better take that shit. Because they would probably feel like this motherfucker making me feel like I'm six years old. Right. But it's just to break you down and build you back up. Right. You know what I mean? They wouldn't better take that. They wouldn't better take that. You had uh, a reality. You was on reality show with the Kardashians. What was that like? 
that was the best time of my adult life. Besides, um, beating those strokes and those heart attacks. Right. Because I'm already a king. Right. In LA, I'm at the, you know, in the prime of my career, and I marry into um, TV royalty. Right. Right. It was like red carpet, everywhere. Red carpet. I mean, you were probably more well known for being married to one of the Kardashians. Yeah, than I, you were it's funny because I can tell when people come up to me. I can tell if they come up to me because Odom or Lammy. Lammy was like my name on the right. Kardashian. Right. I can tell the difference. So, where they know me from? Or, I mean, you know, like that's a extreme. That's a big crossover. Like, yes, of course. I won the Six Men of the Year award when I was filming Chloe and Lamar. Wow. Can I get my number retired, Jeannie Bus, please, for that? <laughs> I mean, I don't know what's more laker than that. Getting married on TV. Yeah, you did that. Mastering his craft on the court. And I don't know if it's reality TV, we consider that acting or. I mean, you was being Lamar. I was being Lamar. But I mean, that's like, come on. That's like, if that don't get your number retired <laughs> as a Laker, come on. Would you do another reality show? If somebody says, okay, let's just say you get married again or you start dating and they say, Lamar, we want you, we want, we want to put this on. You down with that? A reality show? Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I know how to, you know, maximize and flip. Does. Did that? Did the reality show? Did it hurt your marriage to Chloe? Oh, it made us. At the time when I was, you know, wasn't um, losing to my addiction. Right. It, it made us closer. Did she? Did she? Did she know you had? Did she know you? No, had not until it? I let her, let, her, let her know. So you hid it. Hell yeah. But that's when you're an addict. You're going. You can hide things. You're going. You're a liar. Right. Because you lie to yourself. She did. She ask you about it. Ask me like what? Lamar, are you doing drugs? Ma Lamar, are you No, no, no. I had to bring it to her. Like, fuck it, because you're gonna find out. And you rather you rather for her to hear it from you than someone else. Yeah, to see it, you know. Or to see it. Right. Because, you know, I understand it was stand up, so so it's contradiction in my thoughts sometimes. But I understood with some things like I can't bring it to her because I'm bringing it to the whole family. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. How does being married, doing a reality show, and then being on social media. How does one navigate that? You you give you submit. I, I never even really fucked with the social media. I still don't know how to post on Instagram. Right. You know what I'm saying? I still I'm honestly, I still don't know how to post. But I just I never really hey, that's y'all. I don't I know how crazy social media is. I don't want to deal with it. Do you think it's impossible for someone to be as active on social media as they are being a, a, a relationship? Because I think when you become on social media, you just open up your life, especially when you like all the time and you talk. I, it's so funny because I don't. It's so because it's so funny because you so everything I say is like I'm contradicting myself because you ask me what I do reality TV again. I'm like, of course I would. But. I don't really mess with my social media. Like, like I'm not on there. Right. Like, let me see who on my DMs or right. let me see what these people are talking about. I'm not, I don't really. You, don't rock, you don't rock with it like that. That don't move me. You know what I mean? I'm still Lamar. Right. No matter how close I am to my 
um, Star on the Walk of Fame. Right. I'm still Lamar Odom from 131st Street. Right. So do you, do you feel like... There's some things I still want to just like simplify. Right. As much as I can. Right. You know what I mean? Without people being... Because you know when you're on social media, when you do a reality show, you, you're, you're opening... And I'm six ten. Right, black. you're opening. You're opening. You're opening your life to be critiqued. Yeah, but that's some things that you just you submit to. You know that's yeah. like so. I'm that not, comes along with it. If I do that, I'm not gonna be checking for the um, the comments. Bro, you dated. Hold on. How you get married thirty days? That was a reality show in and of itself. <laughs> get married thirty days. Get, get married thirty days after dating. Now, you're so, it's so crazy. It's like you smitten like that. I don't know, but it's like me. I, I always, you know, talking to my assistant. All that's is my gut. Like with my gut, right? To me, that's like God talking to me. So when my gut says something, I just go with it. And that was like I said, it was the most, it was the best time of my adult life. So I did something right. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Right. I remember it. You were dating Taraji P Henson yeah. before Chloe. Yeah. That's why I yeah. Taraji, Taraji, she's a real one. She took me to go see um, Prince performing his crib. One night we were having dinner um, with Angela Jolie and um, Brad Pitt and Forrest Whitaker was sitting right there. I was like, damn, this Lakers shit is crazy. Yeah, woo. Nah, that ain't no Lakers. No, that's, that's that Taraji shit. Taraji no, no, that Lakers shit. Yeah, I mean, but to me, yeah, but even in that you company, think that You think the Lakers, you think Lamar Odom pulled nah, that up or the Lakers pulled that up? Uh, both, <laughs> both because the Laker, me being a Laker, put me in uh, to put Rogers you in close company. contact. Yeah. yeah. So you go, so you go see Prince just chicken in his crib, and then what was crazy about it is that it was real dark room. But whenever you got up on somebody, it was like somebody that you know by name or face. I'm here. You miss? Do you miss that? What? Going to Prince Cray, obviously he's. No, nah, I can get it. I can get it. I'm gonna be honest. That's why I love LA, cause cause you still Lamar, you still one of them champions. Yeah, so yeah. And Nation. I, I went out. I swear to you, yesterday I was like, man, I could easily coach or have something to do with this Lakers in this place, cause I went to um, Mr. Child yesterday. Yeah, it was like I felt like it was 2010. <laughs> wow, like damn, it felt good to be out here. The wedding was on the show. It was on TV. So. What was normal? Obviously, you you have jitters. I, I have no, but that's why I know. That's why I knew like it was right, and I, and for in that point in my life, I knew it was right because I had women, bad ones. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And I ain't, I gave all of it up. That's huge. You have to submit, bro. And you gave it faith up. Faith is like that too, though, right? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Faith. But that's what I was telling you about me surviving and, and being able to walk and talk and all that. My faith is strong. That's what made me not question. Right. Bro. Question whether I was going to walk or talk. Okay, I was just like, well, But let me ask you this. Right. It felt right. You believed Chloe was right. Then how could you do what you did? I was doing drugs. So you believe if you were sober, you'd have never... You'd... Oh, hell yeah. I'll still be married now. That'll be 2007, it's 222. Yeah, 15 years. 15 years. Easy. That one of your because you guys, when you're dealing with somebody that got the same temperament, too. Right. 
Is that is that one of your biggest regrets of your career? Your life? As a know? man. But you, I gave a vow in front of God. Right. I would have rather just... Not said anything and just... Yeah, just hung out. And see if we can get to 15 years or something right. like that. Then do it like that. Then lie right in God's face. Why do you think the show was canceled after two seasons? Because I, was, I wasn't prepared. I wasn't married no more. Or wasn't living a married man's life. How are, you, how are you able to keep that a secret, though? Man. Looking for a new show to dive into? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Don't miss the full season of FX's epic limited series, Shogun. Set in feudal Japan, Shogun tells the story of one warrior in the fight of his life. As a mysterious European ship arrives in Japan, catch FX's new international spy thriller, The Veil, starring Emmy and Golden Globe winner Elizabeth Moss. The Veil is a globetrotting game of truth and lies between two women with thousands of lives hanging in the balance. And crime fans, don't miss the all-new series, Under the Bridge, inspired by shocking true events, starring Riley Keough and Lily Gladstone. Under the Bridge tells the haunting story of a murder that lays bare a small community's darkest secrets. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and is waiting for you on Hulu. I don't know. How old are you now, Lamar? 42. 42. Go back, 42-year-old Lamar. Go back and talk to 27, 28, 29, 30-year-old Lamar. What would you tell him? Take your time. Thanks. Say no. Especially to the flesh. You know what I'm saying? That five minutes of feeling good yeah. or whatever. Hmm. Not when you can have a lifetime of happiness. Right. Sometimes you just throw it all away. Risk and reward. But let me ask you a question. There was a uh, uh, Chloe wanted another baby, and I'm assuming the why she did it this way is that she wanted her kids to have the same father. True, and I don't know what this new baby's name is. I don't know if it's been released yet. But you said should have hit your boy up Lamar. Yeah, because I don't like. I'm trying to think of it, right? Why didn't y'all have kids of, while you was y'all? I was getting, getting high. My sperm was probably way off track. I was definitely, I was in there. <laughs> I was, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, I, I, my whole thing with that was like, were you being serious or were you just throwing it out there? You were just like, Kiki, yeah, hey, call your boy if your boy could. No, I, no, I'm not being serious. Because I'm trying to find the, the psychology about it. Like, okay, you want to have the same baby with the same father, but he don't want to be with you. Right. Because, uh, because you look at Kim. Kim, Kim has all her kids are from Kanye. Yeah. Uh, Kylie, all her kids are from Travis Scott. Yeah. Kendall, the baby girl, doesn't have any kids. Chloe, she's like, hey, I got to keep the trend going. Yeah, I get it, but that bitch, you ain't, you ain't all the same. Like, you better get rid of that. But I guess. He don't want to be. If he, if, I can get it. If that man's saying, I'm here, right. I want to raise my children with right. you, right. then have his surrogate. Yeah, I get right. it. But if he ain't checking in on you, that don't make sense to me. Like sister, yeah, I, I, bro, bro, and I, I, that's as her brother. I'm not her lover no more. I'm saying as your friend, Lamar. Right. Yeah, if he's saying that he don't want to be with you, I'm gonna I'm you. You know them better than I will ever know yeah, them. So I'm just route. taking the A. Take it from me, your big bro. Yeah, so that's that's your relationship now. You're more like a big brother. You like I mean, I I, that's all. Yeah, I can't really. You know, that's all I could be. You know, at this point in time, I don't you, expect to be nothing else. 
Would you uh would you take would you, if he's like, you know what, Lamar, let's try to work this thing out? Who? Chloe! If you say, Lamar, let's try to work it out. We did have a you were on drugs. We did have a great time. It was a great little run that we had. Let's 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 give it a let's go, let's try it again. Sound is printing up right here. Nah. <laughs> nah <laughs> hey, I, she I got all that bread. She got bread. Nah, you know, but sometimes you know when you do it like you do damage to a woman and all that, sometimes yeah. you might just have to let it go. Yeah. Cause she's gonna be looking at you at the corner of her eye. Right. You feel every woman that walked by or every woman that give you a compliment and all that. It'd be too much too much too much of a um mountain to climb. Too high of a mountain to climb. Right. I think at that point. Okay, last one. Who gets back first? Kanye and Kim? Chloe and Lamar. That's it, because Kendall and Travis are together and oh. and Kendall are together. Who gets back? That's a reality show. That's some bread. I'd be working on that behind the scenes if I was you. Kim and Kanye. Well, I mean, that'd be a good reality show too, right? For Chloe and Lamar reality show? Yeah. Or even if they do a reality show like it wouldn't even have to be us like being lovers. Let's just put them in a in a house together, see if they could be friends. Who Kim and Kanye or you and Chloe? Cause you and Chloe, you and Chloe got a, a, a good relationship, right? Me and Chloe? I mean, yeah. I would think it was good. Okay. Well, you? I mean, you hadn't talked to her in a minute. Yeah, I speak to her in a minute. How you won sixth man of the year? Let's talk about this uh, because I don't think this team gets enough credit. The 2011 Mavericks. They swept you, the defending two-time champs. They blew the doors off the OKC Thunder. They beat Miami. We just got tired. Man, y'all don't get to. Man, they beat the brakes off you, Lamar. Listen, but like you said, 08, we should have won a championship. Yeah. Right? Finals. We get it done in 09. Yeah. We get it done in 10. Right. 11? But I think they were really good that year, too, though. <laughs> no, though, no, they they had to be really good. Yeah, because it's not okay. Let's just say you guys got tired. We, OKC we, wasn't tired because they young. That's young Kevin Durant. That's young Serge. That's young Russ. No, them beating us probably gave them that. Oh, we just beat the defending champ. You know what I'm saying? Because what place were they in that that year? Dallas. They were. They have the first seed. Mm-hmm. They had the what, like six or they were. They were. They were seated low. I think they were seated uh, low, right? Yeah. Because they played us. Yeah. So we had the second seed because they had to be seven. Right. And they did it. Y'all with the second seed then? What, what, fourth, maybe? Yeah. I think it's fourth. Maybe. But, but, but then they be. Like the, mental, the mental state we had team, that shit just propelled them. Like, we ain't going to lose. Yeah. We just beat the Lakers. Because even though we probably weren't the best team in the regular season, we, we, we were the, the favorites to come out the West that year, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Dallas one of the favorites that year. Yeah, because they beat swept you guys. They beat Russ. They beat Russ and them four one and beat the Heat four three four two. They had a pretty good team. I understand. Look, I understand Jason Kidd was not the Jason Kidd of of eight years earlier, but Dirk was at the apex of his power playing extremely well. Uh, Sean Marion. They had uh, uh, Stevenson. Um, Man, get them, get that team credit. No, I'm, I'm giving them credit. No, I'm, giving, not. I'm giving them credit because they beat us. Beat the brakes off. They beat us. They, we didn't get a dub, and we lost game one. We had game one one. Yeah, in L.A. And they just rolled that momentum, took it to the house. 
I was a Pee Wee legend though, Shannon. I'm oh, gonna, I'm gonna get you that tape. Let me ask you this. News break. The Lakers are trying to trade for CP3, and they're gonna include Lamar Odom. Why? When you know trades are part of the game, why did that upset you so much? That was 2000 and probably 11, 12. 12. I don't know. It's just like when your girlfriend tell you she don't like you no more. <laughs> when she don't like you no more. You know that's part of the game, but I, I think, damn, I done did so much for you. But you know what I mean? So I done took, I done sacrificed for y'all. Right. I, I could have left. Or I could have left. Right. A year or two uh, ago. When y'all asked me to come off the bench, my free agent year. Right. And you said, okay, chill, cool. No, I didn't say it at first. I ain't gonna <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You said, get the Yeah, I said, y'all gonna talk, somebody gotta talk to me into that shit. <laughs> Phil, Kobe, y'all better sit me down or something. Have a one on one with me for, and tell me why I need to give up this $30 million or $20 million to come off y'all bench. So what did Kobe tell you? Cause that's what they sent. They sent the clothes in there to close this deal. What Kobe tell you? <laughs> L.O. We can't do it without you, brother. Ain't no, we, we ain't no way we're gonna be able to do it without you. Just like that. That's all you needed to hear. I said, you got me? All right, you got me on the back. All right. But that's 20 million, man. Like, yeah. I could still be spending some of that money. <laughs> For real. When you, when you went to the Lakers, did you lose your love for basketball? Back to the Lakers? No, when you went to the, excuse me, the Mavs. When you went, when you went, when you went to the Mavs, what happened? It just seemed like it just I didn't want to be there. And then this man, one of the most powerful men in basketball, I told him what I went through that summer. My cousin got killed. Yeah. I was in a real fucked up spot. Right. So I told him, I'll keep my citizen. I had a real good situation in LA. I don't really want to come to your team. This is what I'm going through mentally. My right. closest cousin just got killed. Right. First game, I'm playing bad. What the fuck are you doing? The owner is yelling at me. From the sideline. From the sideline. From the. Bench, yeah. Cause he's sitting next to he's sitting next to the team. So I'm like, oh, I'm just, I start comparing the situation. I'm like, Joe, you worst wouldn't be doing this shit. The fuck, the worst, the worst thing you can do is compare. You feel what I'm saying? In any relationship, you got to leave the bags. Whatever, 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 whatever. Sue, Aquita, leave that, leave that at the door. They come in as a, a totally new, a new, a new bag. And I start calling my agent. Like, Yo, this nigga, this motherfucker is. Screaming at me for playing bad. After everything I told him I've been through this summer, knowing my head not in the game. Yeah, Mr. Jump Shuttle, Mr. Layup. Mm -hmm. Dirk did too, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was just a bad fit. And then he. Man. We playing in Memphis. What happened? 
I'm shitting all over the court, playing bad. He tries to get me in the game. Right. Mark Cuban. Yeah. This white man. Yeah. He goes. In the game. Whoa, 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 whoa. That man kicked you? Get in the game. And it, hold on, what did you do? I was about to fuck him up, but Vince Carter was sitting right here, like sitting, and Vince see me, and Vince just got up and said, Lamar, chill out. Cause he put his feet on me, I was gonna fuck him up. Yeah, you, you supposed to. I wouldn't even feel bad either. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even feel bad, I ain't gonna lie. You only kick a dog. I ain't finna let no man put no feet on me. That was, I would have wrapped him, if he would have smacked me, say, if he would have said, get your ass in there, I would have been like, okay, oh. Yeah, I would have got him with that too. <laughs> you got to wear ass whipping either way. But you definitely not going to put your feet on me. Your feet made for walking. Clearly, you don't like walking. Because you put your feet on me, you're not walking. So that was the end of it. Once he did that, that was it. Did you have a, convers did you have a conversation with him? After that? Yeah. No. You got to talk to the man. You got to say, Mark, bro, you can't put your feet on me. I mean, it's, oh, I almost feel bad telling that story publicly. I've said it before publicly. Because I understand power. He ain't got that much power. And I understand how powerful he is in the world. That's okay. You know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, I, that's when I was just like, you know. It would be best if you just move Yeah, on. just. Oakley tells a story about at the Clippers. I believe you were at the Clippers and he yeah, came he into your shooter round and punched Jeff McGinnis. Punched Jeff McGinnis. Yeah, he fucked him up. Is that true? Yeah, he did that. Y'all ain't do nothing? Let me tell you something. Man, you know what they said with Debo? They said with Ryan the corner with Debo when they were rolling dice and Debo jumped on him and they ain't help him. Y'all yes. supposed to have to help him. Like, I was, no, I was, I was with the shits. I was talking shit and Charles Oakley with his big ass chest, he was like, hello. I told that motherfucker I had punishment waiting for him. <laughs> he said, I told him I had punishment waiting for him. I'm like, doing the verbiage. Damn, punishment? <laughs> you better die. I better yeah, I'm going to back again. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to chill out on that. I seen what he just did to my man. I'm going to chill out. He's a big dude. He's okay. a big dude. He's okay. Then fast forward. All-star games in D.C., if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Your guys at the hotel. Yeah. I heard about this one. He's lying. He lied? That never happened. That didn't happen. No. Because he said he said that he walked in the elevator. Yeah. And I was on there with my boys. Yeah. And they walked off. Y'all got off. I mean, it's in his book. Nah, nah. It's in his book, but I I'ma I'ma take that as you ain't want no confrontation. You like, you know what, hey. But that ain't happened though. Okay, I believe I that ain't happen. I believe you. That but, ain't happen because I'm gonna keep it. I probably would have had to have them to stop him them from them from whipping Oak's ass if they feel like somebody's threatening me. Right, Lamar Odom. I don't give a fuck who you are, NBA player. Right. If you feeling they threaten Lamar Odom Mercer. Right. From my, you know what I'm saying? Right. Ain't nobody gonna nah. But, but he, I don't, I don't but, remember that. But he did walk into a uh, shoot around and punch Jeff. Yeah, he did that. Walk right up to him. That he that happened. Y'all ain't nobody jump on him. Y'all should have. Y'all nah, had. We ain't, that shit happened so fast. 
And he, what, what the, hold on, boom, he what? hit Jack, and it was like a cartoon, you know, when it, in a cartoon, when somebody get hit, they, they spin around, yeah. he like spun around, whoa. I looked at his face, I'm like, damn, Jeff, you right? It looked like he had a dent in his face. <laughs> <laughs> like but yeah. So well, Jeff is Jeff is a is a real thorough dude though. But did nobody Keep did real with you like did Jeff nobody did nobody see him coming? Huh? Nah. Did nobody see him coming? How the man walk from one end y'all at the other end and don't nobody see nothing? Oak didn't want none of that smoke from Jeff and the people though. They had some people on his ass. He know that. He know that. How close do you follow the current NBA? Watch as many games as. Direct TV allows me to. Obviously, you're a Laker. But Luca, Luca, how Luca do that? Luca, Luca, Luca probably can't bench, probably can't bench that glass. Luca probably gonna run like a 10 flat 40. Mm-mm. He's probably the antithesis of everything a great basketball player should look like. And that's but he busting people, you know what? And that's why I love him so much. Because it shows this game like. And why I really like watching him is because everybody be like so hyped to play him. Like, yeah, yeah. And he just. They be trying to speed him up. And he, he be going, nah, I don't want to go that fast. I don't want to go that fast. I'm going to stay right here in first gear. You can't get me to go to second or third. I'm just going to stay at first and bust Because speed is deceptive. And then when he do like put on a gear, you way off guard. I'd like Luca, Braun. Uh, of course, Greek Freak. James Harden, I like the way they play the game. Right. Especially players that see the game or step ahead, CP3. Feel me? Make players better. Right. You came off the bench, won sixth man of the year. Do you think that would be a role Rush should or could embrace? Or does I don't think Russell Westbrook should come off the bench for who and for what? <laughs> I don't like I don't Russell. I don't know why people like why he getting a bad because the Lakers didn't do well this year. He didn't do well either. AD played. AD Harley played. Yeah, LeBron missed. LeBron played 54, 55 games, so he missed. The offense is terrible. I have no. There's nothing fluid about your offense. You're giving the ball to LeBron. And let me tell you, this is, let me tell you how stupid NBA teams are. Right. Ready? Ready for this. Here it is. They give the ball to their best player. Right. Right. They put that player in the pick and roll. That player, most of the time, he handles the ball almost to the shot clock is at the end. Right. Then he's passing it to a player that's not as good as him and has to make or take a shot in less of time as he had the ball. So you're getting the ball to your best player. He's dribbling the ball in the pick and roll. He's just handling it to half the end of the clock and he's giving it to a player of less caliber right. to make the play at the end of the shot clock. Right. No. That's how mostly all NBA offenses are like that. Yeah, I don't mind that. But you know what? I want to put it in a shooter's hand that's not as good as me, but that can shoot. But even if it's just a shooter, the shooter's not as good as yeah, no. the player that was handling the ball. Mm-hmm. That's, that's asking now. 
But I just don't look. I think Russ is a phenomenal player. I just think he'll be a better player as the lead somewhere. Spark plug? No, no. As a starter somewhere else? You think Russ can ever be Russ as the third option? Because that's what he is. That's what he is on the Lakers. How? Yes. Because he's had the ball his whole career. If that's what you have to be. Good players adjust to their situation. When do you know? If they, well, if you don't adjust, then you have to leave. If you're not going to adjust to being a third best player on your right. team, then you have to leave because you're the third best player on the team. Right. That, and that's my only point. I'm not saying that he's not a good player, but I'm saying what he's always been at OKC, what he was at Washington, what he was at Houston. Yeah, because they gave him the ball and just said, let, let just say, no, he have to play off the ball now. Russ. Right. If you want to win, he's never won a championship. Right. And so how do you, after you, after 15 years of playing it this way? Well, I guess Russ and AD should just sit his ass down and say, LeBron and AD. LeBron and AD yeah. should say. I, I think that's what they thought when they, when they signed off, when they were talking in the beginning about him coming. I'm sure everybody had a clear idea of what the situation was going to be. What, did you watch the Lakers a lot last year? I did. Every single freaking game. What do you, what would you think his, their problem was? Because the, their problem was definitely defense. But they don't, what defense? Because you had guys that had never played defense at any point in time in their career. And the guys that had played defense were old. Trevor Reza is old. Yeah, defense is a team game. But they had old guys. AD, okay, AD is the best defensive player. But AD was in street clothes, dressed like you and I right now. Yeah. So he can't help you defensively. And you don't have anybody that can really stay in front of anybody. So now it's a, it's a layup line to the basket. LeBron can LeBron can give you spurts of defense, but I don't. I'm not expecting LeBron to play defense like he did in Cleveland and in Miami in year 19, year 18. Definitely not in year 20. I stopped watching them when I realized that. Um, I didn't give up, but I gave up. Yeah. And I, I because I started it started to frustrate when it frustrated me, and I realized that was pushing LeBron isn't pushing the rest of their players. Right. And like when people compare LeBron and Kobe, I would say the only difference is what Kobe had inside of him rubbed off on all of us. So Brian should grab people by the throat. I don't I don't whatever you gotta do. Like that will to make them That's not I, that that's not it's not Kobe, it's not it's not him. Personal, no. It's not him. No. So I can you know I don't fault him for that. But I thought that would happen. I saw what you said Kareem is the GOAT. If LeBron, now I don't know if you said that because you believe it or you said that because he's a New York native. I mean, y'all guys stick together. All New Yorkers stick together. But if No, I, I, I love basketball. Yeah. That's why I say that. From, from the eighth grade to, let's say, age 35. Yeah. NBA, I don't know why he was better than Kareem. He went to college and. You know about the story? Yeah, beat the beat USA as a team. Yeah, his uh, freshman freshman couldn't play back then. Yeah, but his freshman team beat yeah. the defending national champions. Other players can dunk. I don't know no other player that can take that seventeen foot sky hook. No. Do you think Kareem get the credit that he deserved because no. he's never thought of it? No, you hear no, 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 he don't. He changed his name to a Muslim name in the sixties in America. <laughs> Because he has the most MVPs, everything. He won six titles. Got he has third most. He had the most points. I think he has the third most rebounds. I mean, Milwaukee, Milwaukee, Kareem Abdul, Alou Alcindor. He was putting it on the floor. Yeah, boom, 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 boom. Yeah. stuff. That's what they call it, stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean. 
And he's, he has the most unstoppable shot ever created. Exactly. I mean, you could talk about Jordan and Kobe's fadeaway. You can talk about Kevin Durant's, you know, high you arc. Said, you, you said Jordan or Kobe's fadeaway. Yeah. I mean, you don't say Kareem or Scott Hook. No, 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 no. It doesn't matter. Scott Hook is the most unstoppable shot ever created. Shot ever created. It's not even close. It's so funny. I don't don't remember, like, me taking some of those when I was, like, little. Like, being just, like, practicing. Yeah. Because you think about it, I mean, normally when you shoot the ball, you're looking at the rim. He's throwing the Scott Hook. The ball's over. Hey, he's looking at the rim, but the ball's over here. That takes an enormous amount of, like, touch. Skill though. Yeah. Flip. It's crazy because Kareem was damn near 60 years old. We playing. We, we uh, uh, he was coaching with us on the Clippers. Yeah. With Mike Olu Candy. And he, like, he tried, he working out Olu Candy. Like, Olu Candy, like, was kind of like. And Kareem was like, oh, hold up. Bring that shit down here. Bring that ball down here. <laughs> What? Bust his ass. What? For real, like two two possessions in a row. What? Bust his ass. Like, yeah, young fella, take some of this. I was like, yeah, cat. <laughs> Bust his ass then. That's a true story, too. Kareem, at 60 years old, 60 gave years Michael Olu candy to Giving business. it to him. Gave the candy man the business. Giving it to him. How's your sobriety going? Mm. Well, I do a smoke a little weed. I don't even drink nothing. We're right. You good. Facts. Every day. Facts. But you, Lamar, you know Every day, the hardest thing is to do. But you know, it's because you, know, you got to walk by yeah, a bar. Yeah, you got to walk by a packing store. You go to a restaurant and people are ordering drinks. Every yeah. day you got to. This shit right here, this one do get me to do no cocaine. Oh, that one? Nah. You want a bottle? Yeah, hell yeah. I don't, and I'll get it just to stunt. And I, I share it, but I don't really drink a lot like yeah. that. Yeah. I don't drink a lot. Shay. Shay Shay. <laughs> that's what they call you probably. Shay Shay, right? <laughs> they do. Huh? They I do. Know they they, do. That's what they call me. Man, I'm proud of you. I'm Good happy of you. Appreciate Thanks you, for sharing man. your story. Thanks for sharing a lot of some of the NBA stories. Thank you, but, but your life. Thank what you, you've been able to overcome is to be committed. Appreciate you. Much success, bro. You know what's up. All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle, pay the price. Want a slice, got to roll the dice. That's why. All my life, I've been grinding all my life. Look, all my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle, pay the price. Want a slice, got to roll the dice. That's why. All my life, I've been grinding all my life. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.